Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I've Got a Movie to Watch. My name is Matt. My name is Dakota. And this week, we are officially starting our Christmas holiday stuff and thing. Extravaganza. Yeah, I don't really know what to call it, other than I just want to watch Christmas movies during Christmas time. <laughs> stuff and things. Yes. Yeah. Stuff and things is a good. Stuff and things is a good title for a porno. That's how we're starting? Yeah. Do you want to keep it in? I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just like, that's how we're starting. Look. I mean, our demographic's pretty old, so they're fine. They're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rated R for... I mean, the movie we watched this week, I think... It's PG-13. Is it PG-13? Yeah. I know uh, the first National Lampoon's Vacation. We're watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Why are they called National Lampoon's? Because that's just the branding. Uh, explain. Brand? Yeah. Like Animal House is a National Lampoon's movie. Uh, so it's like just like the uh, just company producing company or something. Something like that. Okay, because I was like, they're not even the Lampoons; they're the Griswolds. Yeah. No. So that 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 probably kept me up late at night longer than it should have. You could just googled it. No, when you're in when you have the the ADD thoughts in bed, like that's too too simple. Too simple. So, it so was you'd just, rather just sit there with your thoughts than... See, for me, when I think of something, I'm like, oh, I'll just look it up real quick to make sure I'm right. Uh, it was a um, path of least resistance, as most neurodivergent people are. Um, you know, uh, you'll tell me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's where we're... Okay, well... Uh, have that, you ever seen Van Wilder? Van Wilder. Or heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a National Lampoon's movie, too. Okay. Is Val Kilmer it, part? It, it, <laughs> um, it has it has a lot of like SNL cast members. Uh, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead out the gate. This is somebody's favorite movie. Not yours. Not mine. This yeah. is somebody's favorite Christmas movie, and it's not mine. Yeah, I wanted to see how you would like it because it's one of my favorites, just simply because. It's zany. Yeah. It's wacky. Um, a little too much for you? It wasn't even too much. Like, there was just um, some parts that just had me kind of scratching my head. And David actually watched this one with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was very funny because... Um, did he like it? He was also... I think he liked it more than I did. Because there were some... Like, it's funny. It has funny moments. Like, I giggled a lot. It's very funny. And there was, like... David had, like, these full-on guffaws. Like, ha! <laughs> Like that's that's how I know he's like sorry if that blew out anybody's ears. Oh, I definitely did. Oopsie. Um, like he has My these just big. He had these big hearty laughs. Yeah. That's how I know like it's it's something because he'll just like ha, ha, I try not to be as loud and like lose breath for a moment. <laughs> it's his laugh tickles me a lot. Um, so it, I think he enjoyed it more than I did, but we we both agreed like it was just like Neh. it was me. It was meh. Wow. Yeah, I, I think it was meh. It didn't have me feeling warm, Christmassy vibes, which is, you know, I, I think, think that's part. The point, though. Yes, I could see that, but also, like, the whole buildup is like Clark Griswold Jr. wants to have the perfect Christmas, and we know that doesn't happen. Nope. And. Like, all the events that build up to it. And it just felt like the ending was very unsatisfactory to me, too. Uh, that's Well, here's the thing. The ending of Christmas Vacation is very similar to the ending of Vacation. Like, the whole, like... I get, like, trying to keep like it in the, the vacation verse. Well, like, the SWAT team, like, shows up at the end of the vacation. It's <laughs> like, this is so was over it, the it, top. Was it cops or SWAT team? I don't remember. It's been, a, like, I've seen the, the national vacation where they go to the Moose World or no, whatever. No, I'm talking about, like, in Christmas vacation. Was it the police or no, the SWAT team? Uh, you know, I think it was a mixture of both. Yeah. Because they're, like, crashing through the windows and yeah. going crazy. And, and, like, I'm just, like, the and one... It's that because the, it's, a, it's another hostage situation. Doesn't he take his boss? Well, Cousin Eddie does. Yeah. Cousin Eddie, I hate... I hate it. I hate that I was, like, out of everybody in this movie, why am I Cousin Eddie? Oh, you're definitely Cousin Eddie. I was like, damn it, I'm the Cousin Eddie. If you Who's have to it? ask yourself who the cousin Eddie in your family is, it's most likely you. Oh, you either immediately know or it's you. And even David was just like side-eyeing like, why are you cousin Eddie? 
I don't know. They're, they're like, the, that, all this stuff with Cousin Eddie made me laugh. How does that make you feel? Um, Like I'm a redneck and I know where I'm from and it is what it is. I have eaten squirrel and yeah, it does give you gas. And it can affect the nutrients and stuff like that. I've accidentally eaten buckshot that was in a squirrel that I myself shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> My accent probably came out really thick there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. It is what it is. So, um, but yeah, we, cousin cousin Eddie stuff had me like guffawing. It was very funny because I would I would also I, but he's also just like super wholesome and just like you know we've we've been struggling with like wanting to get the kids presents this year and Clark's like yeah man we'll help out and he sees this and like you know what I want for Christmas because he loses his mind over a Christmas bonus and I want my just. That was funny, like all of the creative, like snake kissing something. I can't even remember. When Clark goes on his rant at the end of the movie. His rant at the end of the movie. And he like actually goes and gets his boss and brings him in there tied up in dog chains and a big red bow on there. And I'm like, Eddie, a ride or die. And so am I. I will. I am a 2 a.m. person. You can call me. We'll figure it out. Um. I'm probably not the best person to call because as a therapist, um, you have to put your finger, your fingerprints into a state databank. And, um, yeah, so if they fingerprinted me, they knew they would know, they would know, but you know, I don't go to jail for anything less than arson. So it's fine. Talking about porn, talking about arson today, really going there. Look, really, really this there. Christmas movie didn't feel Christmassy, so I'm I'm whoa, gonna go on some tangents. Whoa, no, this Christmas movie it, feels Christmassy. It, this is where yeah, we didn't prepare for this prior to recording. Um, I I didn't really feel any Christmassy things. Wow, I didn't, and. I, I think, too, it comes with, like, a little bit of bias. Like, Christmas isn't my favorite, favorite time of the year. Um, but it still doesn't mean, like, I don't want to feel the warm feelings sometimes. And this movie didn't really do it for me. Well, I think they did that on purpose. So like, genuinely, I think, they, I think the whole point of this movie is to put a highlight on like the, family the, dynamics. Yes, and they did a good job with that. Like, I, I'm not saying they didn't set out to do whatever it was they were trying to do, but that's the thing. Like, I got a little lost of, like, what... Are they trying to, like, make a I Christmas mean, story? Like, are they... Not a Christmas story with, like, you'll shoot your eye out. But, like, it was a little confusing on, like, what they were trying to portray to this, me. This movie is... The reason I like it so much is because... I, I understand we're going to watch The Grinch next week, but I, I understand... That when you watch movies like Home Alone, The Grinch, Muppet Christmas Carol, or Christmas Carol in general, um, Christmas Story, there's always that like end of the movie feel good moment. Yeah. And in this movie, it's there, but it's not like it's just reminiscent of the vacation ending of like Clark gets what he wants out of whatever, like he convinces his boss to finally give him a raise. And then he can have a good family Christmas, whatever. But, like, it's not really there to make you feel good about Christmas. It's meant to, like, be a little more of a comedic take on... Family expectations. Well, the realism behind some of the Christmas stuff that goes on within families. Right. And I do, I do, I do see that. But then, like, I feel like there were parts where, like... If that was the story they're wanting to portray, then why have this whole scene with him being accidentally locked in the basement and then spending like probably a good like five minutes just reviewing old family films and he's crying. Yeah, and he's crying because he's happy and he sees these wholesome and he wants to have that. And like Because But like that's to me is like there it just there were parts where like it just broke me away from both stories i no, think no, they no, were no, trying no. to tell no, I don't think so. look I, I i let me let me make an argument go ahead okay so you say you're not much of a christmas person why i can't get into that publicly can you vague i can vogue just like broad like this is why like very generalized like is it a family thing is it just the time of the year like um, you know, if you can probably think of a not great reason, it's probably there. Okay. And I'm going to be very vague with that. So I, I've always enjoyed the holidays, but 
when it comes to getting family together, like I connect with that because as I've gotten older, like my mom really makes an effort to make sure that at least me and my sister are home for the holidays Mm -hmm. for, and it doesn't have to be the exact day. Like Thanksgiving's coming up. We're doing this a little before December, but that's just how we do it. The holiday season is technically Mm -hmm. upon us. And like, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. We're doing it on Black Friday because that's when we're available. And that, like, it doesn't, I, that's why I love this movie so much is it's the idea of, like, there's this man who really wants to make Christmas a special day for his entire family. Like, mm-hmm. his kids, his wife, his mom and dad, his wife's mom and dad, cousin Eddie, who wasn't invited but showed up anyways. Like, he wants to make everyone feel that holiday joy. But it it's not that easy, and it's never that easy. It's never going to be... The road to hell was paved with good intentions. <laughs> right? That's, like, that's it, what it's I'm just, saying. And it was definitely like, road to hell. Clark does so much in this movie to just try and have a good Christmas, and no matter what he does, it just never works. And... Do you, okay, so we talked about last was the last week when we did princess bride yeah yes Mm -hmm. i said i was like clark griswold do you did you get that vibe that you were like clark griswold yeah uh y'all do have similar you do have a similar chin structure to chevy chase so i could see that i'm talking about about personality dakota oh yeah um it's that very like um you try your best to keep it cool and do the things because you do have good intentions and then when you snap you snap yep so yes, I could see some some grizzy all up in you, yeah, or sparky or uh, sparky, sparky. Yeah, I could see that. The, okay, so did it take you out of the movie where Clark was a little bit of an adulterer? <laughs> um, I so just, I had, just the smallest bit of. <laughs> I don't even want to touch on that part, really and truly, because it's like. <laughs> Why. <laughs> No, it, you just say like yes or no, Dakota. Like, so, it, but, yeah, but here, okay, 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 Again, like I think I, I think I've made it, a, and if I didn't make it clear, I'm going to make it clear now. Um, this story was not. I was taken out of the story so many times that it was hard for me to kind of. It, it just there were just too many breakaway points of I want the greatest Christmas thing with all of my family. Also. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I are recently divorced, and yep. please show me your panties, no, lady, at the yes, mall. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Like, so that to there, me, there, it was too, I, I love this movie because of there were too the, many breaks for me. Well, that's the national lampooning. That that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, it, like I that's a running thing for that franchise. Yeah. So like that's why I'm like, yeah. Like in. The original vacation, there's this girl that's always in, like, a convertible that's following them the entire, like, it's an unfortunate part, and I get why it takes me out. It takes me out, too, because I'm like, Clark, what are you doing, man? Like, your wife is hot. Yeah. Your wife is hot, and you do not deserve that. At any given point in time, David, like, any interaction between Clark and his wife, whose name I forget, I don't think they mention it often. Um, any point in time they have any type of interaction where she is just exasperated with his antics, yeah. David is like, they are on the brink of divorce. Like, his words, <laughs> they are yeah. on the brink of a divorce. But they work it out. They work through it. How? They talk about it. In what constructive way? I mean, in the original Vacation a little more, but not so much in this one. Yeah, um, I don't... I, I remember seeing the original Vacation. It has been a long time, but in this Christmas one... And again, I understand why they don't want to, like, super vamp on that because they're trying to focus on another thing. Um, but, like, to me, there was, like, no constructive or healthy communication to be found. Well, no. I mean, they, they have small moments together where they do... The sap was funny. Like, where yeah. he, when he cut down the tree yeah. and he, like, had the sap. And I mean, there's was... a lot of funny. Like, the sledding scene is one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. That's an I, iconic scene. Like, I love it. It was very... And the, the scene where Cousin Eddie's, like, like poking... <laughs> putting all the, like, putting all the poop. Shitter's that, full. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and like, then the explosion. Pretty, but, like, I'm pretty okay, sure do, I've do, said do, that do in my not, life. Do you not... Are you not entertained? 
I was like one of the most entertaining scenes in the entire movie is when Clark finally gets the light display working, and it's the back and forth between him and his wife, like doing, shutting it off. Yep. And, like that's a great scene. It's. I think it's. I think it's great, but only because of the reactions the neighbors have to it. <laughs> and I think if it weren't for that, it would have fell a little flat for me. But, yeah. like, I saw those neighbors, and I couldn't tell you why, but, like, it, I had no reason next to no context but out of just this movie. If this oh, was your, I relate with the neighbors a lot. I, I, I went at first to, like, I hate suck. The, They suck, but then it's like, actually... Clark's annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah. One of the many, many thoughts that I had in this movie, because I did have many thoughts, and it wasn't just, like, I'm not vibing with this, like, because it was okay. Yeah. It was okay, and I'm and I'm think I'm being a little gracious when I say it was okay. But like one of the <laughs> constant things that was in my head is like their homeowner insurance policy oh my God, is got to be top tier, yeah. or like they like you're gonna need that deposit not for a pool, but to like just to talk to your, your insurance broker <laughs> or whatever. Like just all kind of like. And somehow it's magically fixed too. And I'm like, how did you get those? How'd you get those windows put up so fast and fixed so fast? In like the three days, I do like the little advent calendar to like tell yeah. time. That was a little. That was a nice little touch. I liked that. I liked that. Did you that. like the opening like cartoon? It was. Uh, I yeah, it was okay. Okay. Did you like? I didn't any, expect. Did you, I didn't expect them to do a cartoon. Did you like anything about this movie? Did I like anything about this movie? Um, yes, I did. Some of the, some of just the zaniness and wackiness, like, there's a whole cat that got electrocuted, and I'm like, yeah, the, the great aunt and the older, like, they're, like, old. They know they're old. Like, that whole dynamic was really funny to me. Cousin Eddie was very funny to me. The funniest scene mm -hmm. for me, mm -hmm. the little Ruby Sue. Mm -hmm. Coming up into Clark while he's after his adulterous moment, pressed up against the window, boner imprint probably in the steam of fantasizing about the pool. Mm -hmm. He gets brought back because little Ruby Sue, which is cousin Eddie's child. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? She ain't cross-eyed no more because she fell down the well, got cross-eyed. <laughs> and then she got hit by a mule and then fixed it. And I'm like, why am I this? Why am I? Why am I this? I don't know why I am, but I am. And she's sitting there and she's like, Uncle Clark, are you Santa Claus? And he, she's like, no, but here's this. And she goes on to like, this was the most feeling I got out of the movie was this interaction. Uh, well, because cause it was like, well, your your house don't move from place to place. And, you know, dad and mom say, you know, you're like, Santa ain't doing nothing but shitting bricks. And he was like, you probably shouldn't say that word. And she's like, okay, shitting rocks. And that, for whatever reason, that sent me. <laughs> that made me that made me laugh so freaking hard. I don't know why. <laughs> that that was the most like feeling I got out of the whole movie as far as humor and like understanding that there are people who do without. Yeah. And like wanting to be able to give that to people. And so that that's about as far as the emotional threshold went for me. So I want to say like zero, you feel nothing. Five is like a little, hmm, and ten is like your heart grew three inches that day or grew three times that day, whatever the Grinch thing is. Yeah. Um, I want to say I got to like a three, like as far as the emotional threshold. Why is everybody using my scale now? Because it makes sense. That's, Good for you. That's fair. Good for you. You should patent that while you have the chance. Yeah, um, you know. Like, but like that, that, that scene was the best scene for me because I got to see the humor. I got to see the innocence of a child yeah. who understands her situation is without fully understanding because she got kicked by a mule. But <laughs> she has an understanding of like her situation and like Clark actually like has a very wholesome moment with this child. Yeah. So I, I think the reason why I like this movie so much is because it is, a very different Christmas. It movie is. It is. I would movie. agree with that one hundred percent. It's it's very because. <laughs> no offense, mom. I know you started listening. Oh, but uh, Hi, mom. No, no offense to mom, but uh, my mother loves Hallmark and Lifetime movies, and this is this, oh. this isn't this isn't the generic like holiday Hallmark Lifetime 
my coworkers actually sent a meme about the Hallmark movies, and that was like not even like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, what has 15 actors, four settings, two writers, and one plot? Like 30 Lifetime movies. 633 Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, yeah. And, but you know, if you like it, you but, like but it. But here's the thing like, you. It mixes it up. It mixes it up. Instead of the whole magic of Christmas, because this is not... There is not a speck of magic to be. No, there's... There's a little. There's a little. The Grinch is a very magic of Christmas. Like, the Christmas Carol is a very magic of Christmas. Like, most of these... Polar Express. Like, it's very, like, this magical... Polar Express. No, I hate that movie. Why? Uh, Is it the animation style? We'll get into it later. Okay. Um, We won't. We're not reviewing it. um, We can go on a small tangent of Christmas movies that we (laughs) love and hate (laughs) throughout the month. Anyways, uh, I like it so much because it is so different. Okay. I can can understand that. There are Christmas comedies out there. Home Alone, Mm -hmm. Grinch, like... They're out there. Elf is by far my favorite because, like, it has that Christmas magic to it. But also some chaos. Yeah, just Buddy the Elf is, I love it. I love Will Ferrell's Buddy the Elf, and I don't care what anybody else says. And I'm sure, like, everybody else is like, yeah, we love Buddy too, Matt. No shit. (laughs) Uh, My coworker, who's about to be Jolly Jody, come Friday because she goes hard in the paint for Christmas. I've talked about her several times. Um, She. She and I were looking at, like, Buddy the Elf, like, wall stickers to put <laughs> yeah. on her living room wall yeah. at one point. And I was like, heck yeah, Jody. But I love it so much because it is different. Like, I was watching, we're watching Grinch next, and I started watching it this morning and finished it. And that movie is very much so a magic of Christmas movie. I like the Grinch. Because it's a magic of Christmas. It makes you have the holiday feels. It makes you, and we'll get into it later, but like I think that's why a lot of people like it. Because it makes you feel something about the holidays. This movie is not meant to make you feel anything about the holidays other than... Have I just something. identify with the Grinch. Well, like... Not that I go out of my way to be bah well, humbug. No, like, but. I know a lot of people do relate to the Grinch because, like, the holidays can get stressful and sometimes you're like, I don't really want to... No. I don't really want to know. And this movie, like, it's not make to make you feel anything. It's supposed to make you relate to the situation and, and that's what it... But like, if it's yes, not meant to make you feel anything... Exagger- it's a very exaggerated take Oh, on that. yeah, and of course it is. But, like, it makes me connect to that mindset of, like, trying to get the family together, the chaos that can ensue when you have family members that don't like each other in the same room. Like, yeah, we just grandpa's didn't... dead, grandma is still alive, but, like, my grandma and grandpa did never liked each other and it was a hassle just to get them in the same room but we tried to make it work during the holidays and that's always a memory for me of like i was happy that both my grandparents were there for the holidays even though they didn't want to be there near each other they did it for the family so like that's what this movie gives to me if that makes sense it does make sense it does um and they do a good job of like really extrapolating on like the family dynamics. Oh, and it's super exaggerated to yeah. like an 11. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like that's probably how some people feel about their families. Like the whole scene where uh, um, Clark's kids have to sleep in the same room because there's not enough yeah. rooms in the house. Like, yeah. Yep. You been there? No. No. But, like I, I, I've had moments where uh, I've had to, like, share my room with other family members due to, like, them coming for vacation or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know? And Never you, had You that. don't really want to share your room. With, Never I mean, had you that. shared your room with your sister. Until I was, like, eight. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, that's appropriate. Yeah. And, like, it was two separate beds. Like, not same bed. Well, yeah, beds. obviously. And Taylor got the bed up against the wall, and I wanted the bed up against the wall. <laughs> you want to talk about it? Mm, no, she eventually got her own room. So she but, she actually got the better of the rooms. Like yeah. 
I think, because it was oftentimes like her, her room, like where the, how the heating and stuff was in the house, her room got the best heat that in the bathroom, which was across the hall from my room. Mm-hmm. And me being the little goblin that I am, uh, would curl up at a source of heat and like read or just vibe. Um, and so oftentimes I was like, can I come in your room and stay by the heat? And she was like, okay, but whenever it's done, you have to get out. <laughs> If she was asleep, I didn't leave. <laughs> used to make her very mad. Um, but yeah, so family dynamics and whatnot, because I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. and it, Oh, having to share your room with the sibling. Yeah, no, I never well, had to do that for any holiday purposes. Yada zip. Like cousins or anything. They, I mean, if they stayed the night, it was like a sleepover thing. And it was mainly couches or like I was on the floor. It didn't really, didn't really happen often. Yeah, um, I think, again, going back to just the family dynamics, it, it makes me remember the times when everybody was still around. Because, I, I mean, two out of four of my grandparents have passed away. There have been a lot of great aunts and uncles, uncles in general, like family members. Have so was it a like, big, like, was it a big ordeal for your home? What? Like... Did the entire extended family go to one place? So, um, yes. So for years upon years, we, we'll get there. No, but, uh, but. for years upon years, um, we would always have a Christmas, usually on Christmas day with my mom's side and then Christmas with my dad's side on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And we would also have various Christmas parties throughout the month with different sides of the family, what whatever it may be. So it was like a whole of like a whole month. The whole month was filled with that for you. And I realized that it's not that way for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh and as many people know, like, and I won't divulge into myself, but being a therapist in in during the holidays, like it's very hard. It's very hard for, as I'm sure you all can imagine, many reasons. Um, a lot of kids I have are, and you and I have worked with kids during the holiday season yeah. too. Like it's, it could be very humbling and it makes you grateful for what you do have. Um, and granted, like my Christmas experiences have never been, I can remember very few off the top of my head that made me feel bright, warm, like what you think you would feel. Um, but it does make me all the more grateful for what I did have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you just see it through like a child's perspective, whether they're, you know, under the age of 18, when I say like a child, um, it's just, it's just particularly hard in this business too. And so there's a lot of kids that are a little bit on fire right now on my caseload. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's one of the things too, like, I feel like people, and it's not something, and some Christmas movies go and tell you this as well. It's like, you don't need to just make it Christmas to be mm-hmm. grateful for the things that you have or your family, things like that. Um, as we get into like New Year's and how people do like those, you know, New Year's resolutions and fresh starts. Like I've had many a conversation of like, you can do that any time of the year. Um, so this is kind of the same premise of just like, it's a very stark and hard reminder for some people of what they lack and what they don't have. And I feel like, and this might be controversial and this might be my Grinch showing, I feel like not enough things relate to that. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of media or a lot of talk or understanding of how. Um, I no, I, I think that, and we'll get into it next week, but I think the Grinch is almost the like, Grinch is the only one I can think of. The Grinch is a really good representation of that. The the live action one, yes, yes, I think I think so, and that's that's why I was like kind of pausing of like that's the only one I know of, and even then, like because and you know, every, most people know the Grinch, like because he um, was able to make that connection, like he he turned he turned it around. If you haven't watched it, it's not a Christmas movie, but it's one of the only Thanksgiving movies out there. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles kind of gives... Um, like, not the late night Planes, Trains, Automobiles DVD set that they would try to sell you in, like, the early... What? Like, the late 2000s. Totally. Like, if you, if you Steve, stayed up... Steve Martin and John Candy. Oh, sure. But I've never seen it. My brain went to, like, the old... <laughs> really 
old like TV commercials that would come on late at night. It'd be like planes, trains, automobiles, big trains, fast trains, slow trains, trains that run like duh. And that's probably unlocking some memories. And Matthew's given me a look like this woman is crazier and unhinged more so than usual today. Um, <laughs> but no, that's what that made me think of. But no, I've never seen planes, trains, and automobiles. So maybe that's something for later on. Yeah, it's one of the only Thanksgiving movies that I love. Um, and also, there's not exists. enough Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> no, there really isn't. Um, so, like the thing to be so thankful for. I'm going to disclose something. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not that big. I was getting ready to be like, do I need to call somebody? No, it's, it's not that big of a deal. But like, when we were talking about what you were just talking about with us working with kids, and mm-hmm. I think um, why I also connect with this, because I'm, <clears throat> you haven't made me waver on my judgment on this movie. Uh-huh. You haven't. I, I don't it's, think, it's, it's, I, it's, that it's, wasn't my plan. No, like I'm saying, like, I'm going to get you one of these days, Matthew yeah. Cook. You no, trust like, in me. Uh, it doesn't always come off like this, but I feel like sometimes me and Dakota are like arguing our viewpoints on like why the movie either is good or sucks or vice versa. I feel like I come off as the understanding one, and you're the one that tries to change my viewpoint. Uh, yeah, and that's what I'm doing right now. All right, go um, ahead and give it to me. So... When I watch this movie, it's the family dynamics, but really, like, I relate to Clark and the idea, not with the whole, like, adultering crap that goes on throughout the movie. (gasps) But I relate to Clark in the mindset of, like, just wanting to give his family a good Christmas because... He wants to. uh, Well, I'm about to just say what I was going to say. Go ahead, go ahead. Natasha and I, when we talk about our future, the future involves foster children mm-hmm. in our in our lives in our homes not really having a family that we build but like helping those that need help and being a family for those that don't have one mm-hmm. and so like when watching this movie it's like i want to be able to have that same mindset as clark and try and give these kids a holiday that they may not have had in their lives right and I, and this is where I'm not going to waver on my viewpoint, um, for the five minutes I felt that, I would agree. It just takes you out too much, doesn't it? It takes me out too much. Because, I mean, I agree. The scenes the scenes come fast and fluid, and there's a lot of scenes that... It's not I, even so much fast or... Like, there's... I don't even think it's necessarily... It comes out... The pacing is fine. The fluidity of it is not, for me. Because I will be following, like, one thing, and then I feel like I get jarred and put into another. Like, it's the whole, like, and I guess that's the therapist in me, (laughs) of just, like, they say one thing, but I see another, and I can't break it. Yeah. I can't break it. Like, I I agree. The moments where Clark is being inappropriate uh i'll just say that is, and, and it, like that even wasn't even necessarily the worst one for me like I, I mean i get it like fantasizing about other people like that's common it's not blah blah blah, blah. uh adulterous there at the beginning yes i'd agree but like that wasn't even like what took me out of it the most is like they spent a lot of time trying to really like give this build up and then you don't get that build up and then you don't even get like a really nice like put a bow on it kind of storyline to me mm-hmm. it's like this stuff with cousin eddie's happening okay this stuff with clark is happening okay and then do we you know the family is all zany and wacky and then like these just really dumb happenstances keep happening and then but clark's not phased by it. he's still a man on a christmas mission and it's not until the bonus check doesn't come to where he just absolutely friggin' loses it. And he doesn't even lose it on the family. He loses it over his good for nothing boss. So I want to pose a question. Go ahead. Do you think this movie would have been better if it was not comedy first, Christmas movie second? Um, I'm not quite sure what you're asking. Like, if this would have put Christmas before comedy? Yes. Um, I don't think it would really change it. 
I don't I don't I, see how if you swapped well, one for the other, it would make a difference. Well, I think what I'm trying to get at is I think this movie, because The Grinch is a Christmas movie with comedy in it. Okay. Okay. This is a comedy movie with, with Christmas based on Christmas Day. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So in that same vein of thought, like Home Alone would fall under that. Yes, it's a comedy movie that has just Christmas. Happens, just like Die Hard is an action movie that but just happens, happens to take Christmas. place on Christmas. Um, you know, I don't know. I, maybe because Elf is a Christmas movie that happens to be a comedy. I, you know, maybe I don't know because that's not what it is. So Ooh, okay, my logic brain, we're which does talk- come out from time to time, is like, I, but it is what it is. We're not we're not talking about Home Alone this month, so we talk about it. Do you not like in depth? But do you feel like Home Alone because it is in the Home same Alone, vein? Home Alone has a better storyline. You have a start, well, it's finish. Very, it's it's it, way more focused. It's linear. Yeah, very linear. And I feel like the the lampoons is not linear. Yeah, I feel like it branches off, and you don't get the resolution. Okay. Um. Have you have you seen Saturday Night Live at any point in your life? I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, there was Sean Connery that was like, "I will take the rapist for seven hundred, and it's like, "You mean therapist?" And I think about that a lot. Um, I have seen some SNL skits, yes. Because the way I look at it is this movie, and it's the National Lampooniness of it, is the it pooniness. feels... Yeah. Pooniness. <laughs> oh, like, sorry, I'm a child. Oh my God. I'm a child. That uh, was bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am. I actually feel regret for that one. You need to work with adults every now and then. I miss having adult <laughs> conversations. Like, I'm going to cry. It is 80% children. And I am a child. I am. Actually, I'm not an adult. I'm, <laughs> I am three raccoons in a trench coat. <laughs> Back to what I was going to get at. The lampooniness the, the yep. I'm glad I caught you off guard. Anyways, that that made me happy. Thank you. I'm crying a little. Oh, so anyway. So in the, I, I feel like this movie is like a very long SNL episode. Yes, based on the holidays. I yes yes that captures it perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. It's funny. There's funny parts of it. I'm not saying I totally dislike it. It just gives you no Christmas feel. It just doesn't, it didn't make me really feel anything. Yeah. And like, it was just kind of like, well, I watched it. That, that's really kind of how I felt was I, I watched it. So you're still singing with a three? Um, no, 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 no. Like three, like that was like the emotional threshold I had oh. in that one specific scene. Oh no, I'd rate it higher. It's funny. Like it made me do the la la, it made me do the la la and the ha ha. So let's, let's go and do our rankings. I mean, we're not too far in it but there's other things i want to talk about sure and i want to talk about we can kind of get off this movie i want to talk about christmas stuff just hear those sleigh bells jingling ring yeah so what you so this this was a first time watch for me too Mm -hmm. so i think that also affects the score Mm -hmm. if i were to go back and watch it it might go up a little Mm. maybe because if i could take that Christmas part out, I think it would go up a little. I were, really do. Were, were you expecting the Christmas magic? I was, I knew what I was getting into as far as like the comedy aspect of it. Um, it is very, it's very slappy. It's very zany. It's the very wacky. This is like late eighties, isn't it? Late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Yeah. So like it, it was very like a part of its time. And so like I went in with the expectations of like the comedy aspects are, are going to make me laugh. I I didn't really think I was gonna have too much Christmas anyway, um, but it didn't it didn't supersede expectations. I wasn't caught off by anything. Um, I honestly I just give it like a five. It's just it's a movie you watched and it's not a bad experience or a good experience. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, so I'm at an eight point five. Okay, because of the reasons I already gave. I'll have to. Right, and and like I I I get it, and um, this is where I think you and I are going to have a lot of maybe different scores this particular month, Mm -hmm. just based off of like our own experiences. Oh yeah, with like the movie itself and the holiday. Yeah, the the whole mindset behind the holiday is a very personal thing. Yeah, and like I I can 
I could break that apart because like I, I refuse to talk about some of the personal things for me here, but I'm, I'm looking at it purely from just like almost kind of like very cut and dry of like, it was funny. Yeah. It had some moments, but it didn't, it didn't make me feel anything. <laughs> so do you think it's funny that every, so there's four, well, technically five, but there's four with Chevy Chase mm-hmm. uh, that every single vacation movie, they change out the actors for the kids. I didn't know that. <laughs> David a, did look up a thing and it made me laugh. It's a different actor for both kids every single movie. Well, whoever these kids were, they did fine. Uh, Russ is, Russ was good. I liked Russ. So here's the thing. So in the original vacation movie, Russ is older than Audrey. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, clearly Audrey, Audrey is older, older than, than Russ. Russ. Yeah, David was like, I recognize one of these actresses, and I think it was the daughter. Uh-huh. And just on an odd tangent, David's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And there was a point in time before he had his own assigned truck. And before that, you have to work so many hours, blah, 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 whatever. And so he was in another person's truck doing his route. Yeah, He's going to lay over, sleep for the night. And he finds this like little DVD player little thing he has. And like there's a note saying, watch him if you want to. And there's a copy of From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's got Quentin Tarantino in it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like he he's in it. Yeah. Like he's an actor. Yeah. It's weird. Um, he acts he acts occasionally in his movies, so like it's not an uncommon thing. Sure. I'm not a fan of Tarantino. I'll go ahead and make that. It's not for everybody. It's really not. Um He has a foot fetish. He has a foot fetish. But apparently the actress is in from dusk till dawn and that made me laugh because david was like this is the stupidest movie i've ever seen (laughs) and he talks about it quite often (laughs) and so for he's like you gotta watch it you gotta watch it you gotta watch it so maybe we'll watch from dusk till dawn and i'm gonna bring david on because that would be freaking hilarious yeah because it's so cringy and it's so bad and i think i can't Um, i think it's salma hey salma yeah yeah very beautiful woman She's also um, in it. You're going to hate me. I don't. No, you're going to hate me. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. Okay. So. Just hear those sunny bells jingling. You and David uh-huh. most recently had something pretty remarkable happen. Uh-huh. We got engaged. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't hate you for that. No, but I'm about to ask you the follow-up question. If I'm going to have children? I wanted to ask if you... Because that's usually the line of events. So, <clears throat> how do I out of phrases? Uh, how do y'all feel like y'all would do the holidays as a family? Um, I, I don't know, honestly. My, my, my parents are still alive. They are chomping at the bit to be grandparents. They're super jazzed. Um, my sister is married as well. Um... So like it's it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Um, but as far as I know, with like my parents being alive, we'll we'll probably continue to do our family traditions as as such. Um, and I think having like the childlike wonder is going to help with that. Is that is that what you're asking? Nope, I'm getting ahead and on. No. Well, there you go, gang. That's that's what I had. I want to know like. I want to know what love is. When, <clears throat> what whatever life throws at you, like mm-hmm. if you end up having kids with David mm-hmm. uh, and you have your family, like how are you going to handle Christmas just within your family household? Oh, just within like the nuclear, like me, David, and child. Yes. Oh. Oh. Huh? That's all that far ahead. So you haven't thought of like what you would like to do? Mm-hmm. It's got to happen first. Or like a holiday tradition you'd like to have with David? Um, a lot of, like I said, the, a lot of the stuff has just already been ingrained. I can't think of anything that would branch off and do on my own yet. Unless there's tiny paramotors flying everywhere. There would be a small child that flies over the house with his father. They would, they, you know what? They're, picture it now. David and eight other people. Somehow they concoct a sleigh and they're just going through the air like Santa's reindeer. <laughs> I could see it. I could see like a paramotor reindeer party. 
So for me personally, and I don't know. But on uh, as far as a nuclear family, I don't know. I hadn't thought that far ahead yet because I have to. The, for, it's one of the very few things in my life where some boxes have to be checked first for it for me to even entertain it. No, I think about this stuff all the time. I I think about other random thoughts all the time, but like that. Well, that, that's, okay. That's one of the ones where I'm that's, like, that's another thing that I, I find funny. My random uh, thoughts. No, I'm uh, ADD. Just, just having full of them. Well. I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but like for me personally, like at this point in my life, decorating my house for Christmas is not a big deal. So I feel like it's I'm pretty like, sure you've had Christmas lights all year mm, round. Yeah, they're like on the on, back, your, on the back porch or whatever. Yeah, because I just don't take them off. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not getting on your roof to help with them, mm, and that's a story for another day. I mean, <laughs> that's. But go on, decorating your house. I can understand why. Uh, Have you told David about that story? I think so. (laughs) If not, I'm going to as soon as I go home. Uh, Absolutely annihilated my ankle. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You did. Like, like, we we recently went over to check on your pupper while you were out of town. And I had the perfect chance to be like, you know, I've been on that roof. <laughs> and I don't think I'm pretty sure I've said the story, but I yeah. Anyway, so decorating your house ain't going to be a big deal. Well, no, decorating my house currently as a 20 something year old with no kids is not a big deal. You, I, I'm gonna call you. <clears throat> you getting closer to 30, buddy? <laughs> Come on. I'm still 29. Look, um, your life changes when you turn 30. Yeah, and, I know. And, and I mean for the better. I am. I am 100 gonna double down on that. You, you <clears throat> people think 30s bad and i'm out here like hell yeah i made it this far 30 was a very transformative year for me we've been cursing a lot this episode have i oh well part of that was quoting part mm. of that was quoting the movie mm. part of that was quoting the movie let's talk about porn at the start it was really look you're the one that said lampooniest anyways that should <clears throat> be a curse word so decorating as an <laughs> almost 30 year old male i i feel like once kids are in the house like between me and Natasha, we're going to try and make it as memorable. Because, like, my parents, I was talking to my mom, and mm-hmm. there's no kids in the house. But, like, she decorates the house for the grandkid. And she's like, no, like, we're having, if we're going to do Christmas at the house, I want it to be decorated. I want it to be memorable. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. And, like, I, I want that, too, when I get to that point. I will say, I will divulge, one of my happiest memories was one particularly hard year. Um we actually, because I, we live in a rural area, mm-hmm. um, and me so way growing up, way more rural. Like people from where you're from are like, where is that? Um, it's weird. It's not that far away from there either. Um, but from where I grew up at, there was a lot of woods and things like that, and we we actually went and and like got seed, like running cedar, and my dad shot down mistletoe, and we actually decorated with. Um, stuff we found outside and it was just different and it was really cool. And that was, um, that's one of the, it's one of those moments that it does make me grateful for what I have experienced. Like I'm tearing up talking about it. I really hate this time of year. Um, but I'm tearing up talking about it because like it, it was something that we did together. Yeah. It was really cool. And, uh, I don't talk about this often, uh, as I've gotten older, but. I think a big reason why I love the holidays so much is because when I was younger, um, I went to someone's house pretty much from when I was about probably like three, four until right up until middle school, just because both my parents worked and it wasn't, it was babysitting, but it was also like, as I got older, I would just go to the house and go downstairs, watch TV and whatever. Mm -hmm. But her name was Donna, and Donna. she she took she took care of a lot of kids, like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the older kids that she had, just because my parents needed somewhere for me to go because my sister played sports and they were working, so like they needed somewhere for me to go for like a couple hours until they could pick me up. Right, and I'm and, glad they at least found you a safe place. And Donna was Easter. Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, Holy Art, Inflatables. Hell yeah, like she, Donna. She dressed up as Santa Claus for the kids. Like That's adorable. I love that woman. And she, like I said, I don't talk about this a lot because it makes me extremely sad. But she 
passed away when I was in college. Yes, I remember. Oh, that. Yeah. I don't think you ever told me her name, but now, yeah, yeah we had that conversation on one of, one of our many long ranty walks that we used to take well, back at work. Yeah, when we used to actually talk about yeah. <coughs> my espresso depresso. Yeah, it's uh, okay. At least you, you don't have... No, no, I'm not going to say that because there's not a list of like one's worse than the other. <laughs> but um, like, yeah, but th- that's the thing with like one of the things about depression is that you can become very numb to things. Um, and to hear you speak very highly of this person in general, like I know that means a lot. And I knew it meant a lot then, but I, I want to, I, I really just want to yeah, say that. Like, I'm sad. I'm like, okay, now I'm sad because <laughs> that sounds like that was a very bright person in this world. She was and like... My mom was a social worker for years and retired as a social worker. My dad was a community college teacher. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to just wanting to help people and especially help children, that's, that's really all she did. Yeah. Like... She ran a daycare out of her home, which probably is legal nowadays. Um, no, I think with like, look, we could watch Daddy Daycare. I think if you uh, have like the proper paperwork, you're probably fine. She, all she cared about was just being there for kids that needed her. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad pursuit in life. No, and cause same. She was, she was definitely taken way too early, and I have a lot of. I've talked about the regrets I have and how they. Uh, influenced my uh, big sad mm-hmm. but like that was a huge regret I had that I never really got to see her before she left this world yeah um and that's probably why I have such a high regard for the holidays and why I get sad during the holidays yeah um because like like I said like every Christmas she dressed up as Santa and the little ones would hop on her lap and like she it was the whole nine yards. We'd decorate eggs for Easter, like dye them, and we'd have Easter egg hunts out in the yard. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the big inflatable houses that have like all the inflatable, like, oh, yeah. That was her house every year. Look, and it's a good time. I'm here for it. Like, it's, it's people like that in the world that make me want to do what I'm doing even more. Same. I agree. I agree. Something that... Jesus, this podcast got heavy. Hey, there we go. I'm like, we're back, baby. Um, like the holiday, and again, like I probably, like, I always forget to say this ahead of time. Like the holidays are a tough time. I say it in a couple different episodes. If you ever feel like you're struggling and you need help, please reach out. Tons of crisis lines, tons of people who care. Um, just reach out. Um, I think, I think... And I've said before, I think this podcast... Um, it's, it's making its little as waves. It, as, it, as it picks up steam, I think us being very open and real with oh, yeah. what we talk about, uh, like from the people that have listened to it, oh, yeah. I think that it's a fresh take on things. Yeah, because it's not like a play. It's a, it's a movie podcast, but we talk about how these movies affect us. And but that was the whole, like, when you were presenting this podcast to me, like, that's how you presented it to me, was yeah. just like, this is not this is something I've always wanted to do. Movies are important to me. They've helped kind of shape who I am. And I was like, you know what? I need to see some movies. I'm here for that. Yeah. And I can deep dive into, you know, the feelings behind it. Yeah. And yeah. Um but I, I do want to share one thing that many I've had as a therapist, I've had many supports from my, from people in my line of work. And one of the ones of like, when, cause this job does get heavy. You have to take care of yourself or you're not going to be diddly squat to anyone. But you speaking on Donna really like made me want to rail this home. Um, like bring this home is like, in those moments where like you were in a, in a helping profession and you feel like you have that emotional burnout, if you made, if you were the only person that made a difference, you, you still made a difference. Like there are probably going to be kids years from now. That's going to be like, Matt got on my freaking nerves because he would like take us places and I didn't want to leave my room. (laughs) But then I'm actually thankful 
that I actually got to get out of the room because I wasn't really feeling safe. I wasn't really feeling good about myself that day. Um, that particular kiddo, by the way, um, I sent a picture of Ace to because Matt would sometimes bring his dog by. Um, and he wanted me to tell you, hi, mom. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where we were going with that. Yeah, that was one of the ones. But like it, that kiddo himself had some struggles, but he remembers us. And remembers us in a positive light as people who cared about him. And so if you, if you just did it, if, if just one, if you made a difference to just one person. You just had to say that on the podcast, didn't you? Yeah. Well, look, you wanted to throw some screwballs at me. <laughs> we, we have, we have very big hearts for the population that we work with. And if you couldn't tell, I think we know what we're doing. Yeah. At least I hope so. <laughs> it's due diligence you do the you know, best there, you can there's some things that Dakota says on the podcast I'm like oh lord like porn <laughs> and then I drop <sighs> this stuff and like everyone's in tears and it's like you know what nobody really knows what they're going to get out of me and that makes it fun I was, so, I was sharing with Matt earlier about um, a child that I have and um, we're, we're writing a narrative and one of the things that she wrote was my therapist tricked me <laughs> and that is true i did <laughs> it was one of those situations of like tell me about the event that happened and yeah. she didn't want to and i was like well tell me how it made you feel and here's some flashcards. and then hey lo and behold she's telling me what happened and then like a month later i was like hey you know i tricked you right and she ran with that mm. so it's been fun it's been fun <laughs> so for national lampoon's vacation Five out of ten. I, I knew I knew we were gonna maybe get into some heavy topics because I mean it's it's there if we want to go there. Oh yeah, like that. Like I was listening to Wallace and Gromit earlier today because um, that is the newest, not to predate it, but like that's the newest one that was out. And um, just like how we start off with these lighthearted things, and then we could like breach on some heavy stuff. And I was like, I can ruin it. I can make it heavy. <laughs> I, I mean, not that that was my intention. Of where we were going today. But it, we're trying to, like, I feel the feel-good things now. I do. And I'm, I, even though National Lampoons didn't bring that on directly, I'm glad we had this conversation and shared it with some people today. Like I said, movies are crazy in how they initiate it's very, conversations. It really is. It's a, it's a good talking point. One that I didn't consider until a few months ago when you asked me to do this. And yeah. so, I, again, I've, I've made it mushy and grateful a couple of times now, but I'm really... I'm really glad I'm here and doing this with you. It's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. We get to yeah. share stuff as friends and share it with other people too. Just big old nerd and a big old goofball just doing our best. Yeah. So next week we're going to watch uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, live action. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this. I would say Grinch is probably... Again, I mentioned earlier, like, I I vibe with the Grinch, but not in the whole, like, screw the whole town of Whoville kind of way of, like, I'm just very kind of... There's a lot I want to talk about in that movie. Because, like, there's there's a lot of subtle nuances to that movie that Mm -hmm. you don't notice until, like, multiple viewings. Like, I'll say one right now. Did you... Have you realized when you watch the movie that the tone and the just coloring of the movie, it's... Very quotations bright, but the color the color grading is like dark and gray throughout a lot of the movie. Yeah, and then when the sun comes out, that's when you get that's when the color really like amps up. Yeah, like and I've seen this multiple times, but like I I can like didn't notice it until you had mentioned it, but now that you did, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Also, Max is just my favorite. Max is. I love Max. Max is is the is but the grommet to person. Wallace. You are a big doggo person. You yourself are just a big doggo. No, I'm not a little bit. Eh. A little bit. Anyways, <laughs> so next week we're watching how the Grinch stole Christmas, and then after that, we're gonna do um, it's a Wonderful Life, and then for the last week of December, we were watching Muppet Christmas Carol, which I didn't think I'd be excited for Muppet Christmas Carol, but like I'm kind of excited because I haven't seen it. it. And then, yeah, it's a you know, it it doesn't get as much hype for me as Muppet Treasure Island, but I will go ahead and say a very controversial statement. Controversial statement. I think it's a better movie. Probably is. 
So, Buell, you're going to say that about anything. <laughs> but anyways, thanks for hanging with us, guys, with yeah. some of those heavy stories and topics. Um, again, holidays are a hard time. Please reach out to a trusted support. Crisis line. People care about you. Just got to reach out, ask for help. Um, and... We're going to try and bring the holiday cheer, but expect... We someday. had holiday cheer. <laughs> like, all of this was positive stuff. Yeah, yes. Was. Yeah, it's positive stuff, but it's also stuff that makes you hey, emotional. Emotions are complicated. Yeah. So. so thank you for joining us today, and we hope to see you next week for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Toodles. Bye.